Same thing that woke Katie up. Two separate arsons <laughs> across the street from us. <laughs> like we live on the end of a little, uh, like right next to a freeway on ramp. Uh huh. And there was a we. I, I wake up to Katie being in my little doorway, and I was like, "Huh, God!" And she was like, "Sorry, uh, there's a fire outside." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Uh huh. We go to the living room. We look. There is an inferno happening right across our street yeah like right next to a Good little morning. little like homeless encampment that uh is right next to the freeway on ramp yeah and we watch it go up and it's really freaky it's very like uh dystopian like mm-hmm. it, it just really goes with like i feel like the feeling of this whole year like when i'm at my job and i'm making espresso and i look over and there's a tv and it's like Two million people die from COVID, and I'm just serving people shitty espresso. <laughs> like life goes on. Like fair, it's, it feels very like sometimes like a sci-fi movie. Where you're like, oh, that's cheesy. Like someone looks up and you realize that things are fucked up. But it's like that's been happening. Yeah, and there's just like a glass wall between you and the um, the camp going up. And we went back to bed. Yeah, that happened at one a.m. Yeah, um, and then I woke up again at five. Was it like five fifty? Five thirty. Five thirty. More explosions. Yep. We both meet. This time, we don't even talk about it. We just meet in the living room and watch a completely separate fire. Different fire. It happened on the other side of the on-ramp. So, arson, question mark, question mark, question mark. Very scary. Nothing but sirens all night long. I had a very restful sleep. I'm sure you did, too. Yeah. Well, it's just so funny because, like... I feel like last night was a night that I needed to get good sleep, and the world was like, we're up in flames, bitch. And I was like, I'm right sense. there with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a big thing about this show and being a person is, I feel like me and Carly, or I, I feel like, I can't speak for Carly, uh, but... Don't fucking speak for me. I know, Don't I know. speak for uh, me. But I feel like recently... Uh, things have been so chaotic in my life that I feel like I haven't been fully present or, like, fully honest with people because I've been so, uh, like, you know, you, you try to, you have to keep part of yourself to, like, not lose everything. But I feel like I've been so cut off from the world that I haven't felt like I've been living, really. Yeah. I just haven't been honest with, like, anyone or, like, really letting anyone see me. I don't think you're alone. I think you're... You're on the money. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling like that right now. Correct. Because we are just, just like, like other girls, girls but we're, we're not, not like, like other podcasts. Or like other arsons. Oof. Um, <sighs> so, honesty. Baseline for all relationships ever, but also very difficult. Mm-hmm, Especially mm-hmm. if it's hard to be honest with yourself That's... about like how you are and what you need, what you want. Yeah, and and it's hard when other people can't be honest with themselves, so therefore mm. there's really no real truth because both of you are, like, juggling, like, facades, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're both trying to keep the front that you, like, you're like, you can't hurt me. Look at me, you can't hurt me, but really no one's being present. <laughs> yeah. 
it's hard to get to that the truth of what's happening like what the actual reality of a situation is if both people are not fully trusting of the other person and therefore cannot be honest with them or yeah yeah, they don't fully trust themselves and therefore can't trust their own feelings yeah i wonder like i mean sometimes when i can't be honest with myself it's it's because secretly deep down i know the answer and Mm. i'm either like ashamed of it or I feel like that's not the right choice, so therefore I should just keep it hidden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know... I don't know why sometimes it feels safer to live... We talked about this last episode, live in like a fake fantasy world than actually looking at yourself and looking at what you want and be like, I'm honestly not living the life that I want to be living. Yes. Like, I do not feel like the person I want to be. Yeah. I haven't felt like that person in a long time. It's because that requires action. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think this separates a vast, like, on a, on a larger scale, separates a vast majority of the population with a more minuscule version of the population where it's, like, going through the motions every day, having the things in your life that bring you comfort and bring you security, but also having all of these things that you are actively unhappy about that you do nothing to change because you've just accepted that like that's reality this is what it is Mm -hmm. and I do my day-to-day and sure I have a shitty marriage but like okay that's just what my marriage is and like I'll deal with it when the time is right Mm -hmm. but I just need to get through this day and then you fast forward and you've lived your life for 20 years and you realize that you have wasted so much time and you've also like cultivated this false reality for yourself because you're not honoring what you know to be true which is like what do you actually want yeah yeah there's the uh the age-old test right to see (laughs) what is it actually called me goes into an existentialism class one time um (laughs) but like the whole thing of if you had to relive your life just as it is, over and over and over again, forever, how would that make you feel? Yeah. And, like, knowing that answer, what would you do differently so that you could make your life worth living over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, right, is I think everyone's so afraid to be honest and make mistakes, so they just stay mm-hmm. in, like, the yeah. track that leads them to just whatever, like, coast through life, coast through relationships, coast through finding who they are, because... It's so scary to be like, what if I want this person? Like, what if I'm so in love with this person and if if I go for it and it fails, then I'm just, like, left alone, right? Yeah. It's, it's risk, right? The risk of it. But it's also, like, is it worse to not do that? Like, just to sit and coast your whole life and never really feel a single real feeling because you're so scared of feeling bad? Right. Right. I don't know. I'm asking this question myself, too. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I do. And I think this is a thing that a lot of people feel not even just in relationships, but in, like, life choices, in career moves, in, like, maybe I want to do something that my family doesn't think is socially uh, acceptable or doesn't think, like, maybe I want to go to art school when my entire family has, like, made me feel like I need to be a doctor. Yeah. But I know in my heart that the only thing that's going to really fill me, bring me fulfillment is going Mm-hmm. to pursue my actual passion but like the the thing with relationships right is because now there's another person involved 
And granted, in life, there's always more people involved. And it's the judgment of other people that keeps us from doing the things we really want to do. And also, in turn, like, our own judgments of ourselves. Yeah. I think that's something that's helpful for me is this this idea that, like, kind of like what you were saying before, you, you have an inner truth that you can feel, that you know. And sometimes you just get very used to shutting that down, that it kind of becomes more difficult to recognize that voice. Yeah. Um, but you can't ever know the outcome of anything. Yeah. Well, I think that's what, like, this pandemic has brought to life is like Mm. huh we're just saying like we're living in some weird dystopian future which we are and i think as someone who is very anxious i think it really i mean we've all we've always known like uncertainty in the world but it's you know we can't avoid it now we can't turn off the tv because we go outside and everyone's wearing a mask or you know it's unavoidable unavoidable uncertainty and i feel like something about that realization has made me be less afraid to be like I want to go after something I yes. want. Because because I could get hit by a car tomorrow. Like I know that's like <laughs> No, but that's true. But it, it just it just feels like there's so much that I want and so much that I desire and it felt like for so long I was punishing myself and being like you don't deserve that, you know, for some stupid reason that isn't correct. And it, it's like I've gotten to a point where I see things that I want and it's all I see because I think I spent so long suppressing my desires that now that I've like opened a floodgate, I'm like kind of drowning in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just, when I, when I like am with someone or I'm doing something and I feel like that, I feel like that, that, that euphoric energy of like, this, this is what it's meant to be, to be alive. Like yes. when we're hanging out with our two other best friends and we're just like drinking and singing and, and, and it's so so normal but it's like I sometimes you sit back and I'm like this is what it's I'm supposed to be doing right now yes in my 20s is, is hanging out with the people that love me the most and I feel like I spent so long not being honest with myself and being like well I should be doing this because you know that's what my, my parents said or I should look like this because that's what media said or I should do this and this and it's just led me to want to die yeah instead of actually wanting to live yeah and there's so much wasted time and effort and energy that goes into these vacant pursuits that lead nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or you you already know when you're, like, going down that road that there's nothing down there and it's not going to bring you satisfaction or fulfillment. But you would do it anyways because someone somewhere else has told you that it might or that it will. Or that that, that sort of societal nod should be enough. But it's not. It never is. And I think... What's hard is, like, you get to a certain point in life, and I think this is something that the pandemic actually really gave us the gift of. Like, I think this... I'm trying to reframe this whole situation as, like, okay, we are learning so much as a culture if we choose to see it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like you were just saying, you, you get to this point where you're like, I have agency over my life. And that's simplistic, and also hashtag acknowledging my, my like white girl privilege to be like, I have the ability to alter my life course. And some people do not have that. They are in circumstances where they are extremely limited in their choices and their resources, and they are so many more systemic boundaries that keep them like where they are. Yeah. 
And that being said, it's recognizing that we as human beings always have a choice. And that choice is varied, but it always exists. And that's part of where all that anxiety comes from, is being like, okay, I have all of these possible avenues. I am the only one in charge of my life. And that can be either very liberating and exciting or really anxiety inducing because you realize like yes I am the only one who can make these choices but I also am totally uncertain to whether or not they are the right choices yeah so I could be the sole person responsible for all of my failure Mm -hmm. I can't have anybody else to blame at the end of the day but me for all of these decisions if they go wrong or I am the only one who can actively chase the things that I want yeah and there's something I don't know about like I feel like the idea of failing is so interesting because uh when you're honest with yourself do you really fail like maybe like in the terms of what we say is failure right but if if you're if you're following like your core belief and something doesn't work out I feel like you you learn from that situation and then you keep going yeah, well, and, like, like what? how are we defining failure? That's what I mean. It's, like, if you are following your true desires and your true wants, you're going to hit, a, sure, like, a roadblock, but then you're going to know exactly which way to go next because you're just listening to your internal exactly. needs and wants and desires. And also, like, having... This is a thing to cultivate forever, but, like, having a baseline trust in yourself and the world I don't know again it could seem very simplistic and naive to be like everything's just gonna work out the way it's supposed to but I think it it takes a lot of inner work to for example pursue a relationship with somebody and be ready to have that relationship feel like you have done the work on yourself you are open and vulnerable and like honest about where you're at and what you want from them and they can't show up that way. Yeah. Because they haven't done that work. Then you're also at this point where you know that you you have nothing to regret because you put yourself you were you were moving confidently in the direction that your heart was telling you to go and you didn't give anything up by doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah can recognize that like okay it doesn't say anything about me that this person isn't ready for a relationship with me you can spin it and like go down a self-loathing hole and be like these are all these reasons why this person doesn't want to be with me but at the end of the day you showed up yeah vulnerable and trusting and open and honest honest and there are other people out there who will do that with you Mm mm-hmm and you'll, you'll, if you try to connect with someone who isn't there yet, you're going to eventually find someone who is, yeah. even if it takes time. I think, I mean, one of my past relationships, I, I would not trust myself. I would not be honest with what I want or what I needed from that person. And when we had like a, like a sit down talk or like a, a disagreement, it always felt like I had to give a part of myself up because I never was like, mm. never was like. I need this from you and I deserve this from you. It was always just like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll be better. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And that is not how communication is supposed to work. Yeah. And well, and then it would always leave me 
feeling so empty and so lonely. And I, I remember, I remember one of the interactions we had, it was like the first time that I felt like I could see the person for who they were and I could see what I wanted. And I was just like, so open and honest and was like, you can't hide from me. Like you can't hide from me. Mm. And like they ran away from it. And I didn't, I did not feel bad. That's like the first time in a long time that I actually felt good. Yeah. But I was like, I put myself out there. I said what I needed and what I wanted and and it didn't go exactly how I wanted it to, but it wasn't you. I didn't cut a limb off. Yeah. I felt like I've, I've been constantly cutting my limbs off to try to fit into these molds for, you know, relationships or for work. And it just like, there was such a big shift to be like, no, I need this from you. I deserve this from you. Yeah. And like not in abstract terms like that is the thing right is you can't run away from me or you can't hide from me I feel like that's exactly it just showing up authentically as yourself being like this is what I want from this situation and you know I have these feelings for you and I feel comfortable with that and if the other person is not willing to reconcile with their own feelings or reconcile with your feelings and they run away, then that's, again, just on them. And you can translate that exact logic to, like, career stuff, too. Where you can try to continue to shove yourself into different shaped boxes or pursue things that you don't even genuinely have full passion in, and it's constantly going to feel like a struggle. And it's constantly going to feel like you're losing because... It's not the thing that you're supposed to be doing. But when you lean into what feels good, it just, it echoes out. Yeah. It radiates. People feel it in you. It is. And not get super woo-woo because I... Get woo-woo. I should have a, like, take a shot every time. I'm like, not to get super woo-woo, We should have a woo-woo alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo! Harley's getting woo-woo. Here I am. um, Moves to Washington. Feels the need to defend my, like... Feelings. Me just being, yeah, me more emotional and sensitive. But, like, vibrationally, it, it is a thing. Like, you... You start to hashtag manifest and, like, attract things that you are vibrating out. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely how that works. That's just the way that the world works. Yeah. Like, I 100 believe, 100% <laughs> believe that you, when you walk through the world looking for beauty and looking for connection and being open and, like, constantly trying to give to others and push that energy into the world then you will attract people who will do the same you know when you feel confident it's just like you know when you like put on a cute outfit and like go for a walk and listen to your favorite music it makes you feel good Mm -hmm. because you are channeling all of those energies into your person and then people see you like living your best life just like you can you know vibrationally go in the complete opposite direction and like dig a hole in the ground and make yourself feel terrible and sad and it just makes you feel worse and worse and worse. I guess no one wants to come near you. Yeah and so it's it's just like this like energies attract is what I'm saying. No yeah. I mean I I a big a big thing happened to me yesterday uh struggle honesty uh I feel like I've been spending the last month caught up kind of in like autopilot. I think I've just been feeling a lot of things and 
you know, changing my medication and, and struggling with my own self-worth and struggling with eating. And I feel like that led me to just kind of go with the flow for, for as long as I could. And then I think that led me to not follow my desires or wants or like even care about it. Cause I was so like in my shit mm-hmm. that, um, I had like a huge breakdown yesterday. Uh, and, and this morning, this morning it led me to feel different. Like I felt, I felt like a shift happened in me. I don't know if it's because I'm sick of, I'm sick of suffering and I'm sick of thinking that's my narrative. Like I'm sick of thinking like that's my, my, my short story, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and if I'm like want to be, and when I'm like fucking honest with what I want and, 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 and what I need, it's, I want to love people fully. I want to like bring light to people's lives. I want to like create art that changes the world. Like I want to be warm. I, I don't, I don't want to be like a black hole that sucks everything away from me, you know? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> fucking, I spent like, I told Carly this, I spent like an hour doing <laughs> like manifesting. I literally like, I, I have I told them about my affirmation yet? I know. I might have. I have this affirmation. I literally put a timer on. I closed my eyes and I was like, I do not chase. I attract what belongs to me will simply find me. And I did that. I did just that one for like five minutes. Fuck yeah. Um, and then I did a thing where you like, you like pretend you're giving a speech like in a month and it's like all the things you accomplished in a month. Uh, so what I was, that sound like? Well, I was mostly just like, like, I know now that I deserve love and I am worthy of love and I'm good enough on my own and I'm talented and I'm special and I'm a good person. And I know that now mm. I've spent so long and, and now I, and now I know it. And it was just kind of me like riffing for like 10 minutes, just like doing a speech where I was like, uh, I love that. Yeah. I was like. You know, these people were honest with me, and now I know where I'm at, and, like, I have found myself. Like, I am not lost anymore. Mm. I have found myself. Because I feel like I've spent, like, the last month feeling extremely lost. Like, in life, sure, but, like, mentally, just being like, what am I doing in my head right now? What yeah. am I doing? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in something as simple as, like, a mindset shift, or, like, even if you don't fully believe it yet... But I think there's so much power in setting intention yeah. like that. Have you ever have we ever talked about, what is it called, dimension jumping? I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about this um, with you. I think I probably have. I don't even fully know the entirety of it. It was a concept that was introduced to me by a friend. The idea being like, you know when you talk about alternate dimensions mm-hmm. and it's like, Realities. what if it's, yeah, and you're like, what if it's me? in a different reality and the only thing that's different is like I have blue eyes I have, I have four fingers yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly. I get what you're saying or like the only thing that's different is um I shower in the morning or like whatever yeah so basically it's using that idea to set intention and also create um essentially just like creating new habits or like rituals for yourself so for example you could be like 
okay, go through a little guided meditation and just think about, like, all of the things that I do that I would like to change. Yeah. You know, maybe I feel like I spend a lot of time on my phone and I don't love that. Yeah. Or I feel like um, I need to drink more water or I want to get outside once a day. Little things. And then you start to think about, like, all of the ways that your life could change that if you did those things, like, how would you feel? What would it look like? How does it feel when you do do those things? You know, what if I was the first to raise my hand to volunteer in class? Like, what if I just... Yeah, yeah. Things that you've done before that you're like, oh, this does feel nice when I take this little thing Mm -hmm. and go with it. And then... I think it's, like, you have you have a glass of water, and you, one of them represents, like, your current self, and one of them represents, like, your your future self. And you're, like, okay. Like, alternate reality Carly doesn't check her phone in bed. If she wants to be on her phone, she has to, like, go get up and go look at it. Um, or, like, every day at, after this particular event, she, like, goes on a walk. And I think you pour the water from one glass into another fact check me someone but basically the the idea being like you spend enough time visualizing a thing that feels like it is a different version of you and then you will it to become the version of you that is i love that yeah and it's it again does sound very like oversimplified very wishy-washy but i always do the alarm but like it's it's I do think at its core, it's about setting intention. And that is what really makes the difference because I don't know, for me, I've made so many offhanded, like, especially in moments of self-loathing being like, I wish I was that. I wish I was this. I wish I could do that. I wish I like, I wish I was like her. Yeah. Or just like, fuck. I just, I always do this to myself. Why yep. I, like it just turned into like this big self-hatred spiral instead of sitting and being like, I do, there is part of me somewhere that does this, mm-hmm. that already, that already goes on a walk every day, that already calls my mom once a week, or, like, whatever the thing is I want to do, that it already exists. I just need to choose to, like, bring that part forward. forward. No, I think that's great. I think that's fucking great. There's also something, like, you leave the glass by your bed and you sleep by it. I don't know. There's, there's something in it that's a little bit more, like, woo Yeah, you watch it. Um, well, I guess, it, I mean... It, it could be like a reminder, like there's that, there's that, there's me in the other dimension. Yeah, no, no, no. There's my, there's my water glass self. Yeah. And she, she eats veggies twice a day. Yeah. And no. now I'm eating veggies twice a day. And also, you you start to feel the, um, the effects of having done those things, and then it's like we were talking about with the vibrations. It, it feels good, and so then you want to keep doing it, and then it continues to grow that's part of why i think hot girl summer felt so good even though we were doing such destructive things to ourselves because we were just radiating light yeah and we were just like we're killing it every night before bed we we're like we're killing it we're yeah killing we, it. we would debrief and be like we really killed it today <laughs> give a little high five we'd be like you look great you look great god we love everyone we want to fuck everyone and they want to fuck us like that was literally all hot girls that excuse me door and maybe that's the thing is like i think a thing that i'm going to be honest with myself and with others is I'm going to demand more than breadcrumbs because I feel like this is a a through line that I have. If you're listening to the podcast from day one, baby, I feel like I've been in a lot of relationships, but also work and also school where I feel like I 
am okay with getting less because I like rationalize that I deserve less and I just like want love or I just want this job or I just want to make art. So I'm just gonna, you know, stay quiet and and, and I don't want to upset anyone because I feel like I don't want to lose them. But I think like that's led me to feel like shit. Yeah. Numerous times feel like shit. Make a new choice. And, and, and I, 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 if I'm honest with myself, I'm fucking starving and I don't want any more breadcrumbs and I want people to treat me with the same amount of respect that I treat with them. So what are you going to do? I'm going to fucking, one, be honest with people in my life that I feel like I have not been. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Take it or leave it. And if they leave it, then I'll be sad. But then I will know, like we were just talking about, I will know that I have shown up honestly as my true self and there's not anything to really regret because I did something. Yeah. That's the thing. I think I, I, I'm so hard on myself, but I'm like, it's such a big step when you take a risk or pursue your heart or put your heart on the line. Um, because rejection, right? Sucks. It happens to me all the time, but there's so many people that don't even try. That don't feel anything. Yes. Yes. And, okay, here's something that that made me think of. Mm -hmm. You've heard of, like, an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, Yes. So the idea that, like, if you're talking about money, like, I don't want to spend money because if I spend money, I lose money. And you're operating with this this mindset that, like, money is scarce. If I spend it, that means I have less. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if I have less money, what happens to me then? Therefore, I'm not going to spend it. Or, like... I have this creative idea and I want to like put it out there, but I'm scared that I won't, I won't do it right. So I'm just going to hold on to it. And then again, you, you feel like the creativity doesn't flow that you just need to like hold on to it. And I think that that kind of applies with romantic situations when you're uh, operating with like a scarcity mindset where you're like, there are not that many people out there who are interested in me. There are not that many people out there that I will feel this connection to more specifically, like that you will, that you will enjoy, that you will like less about like who will like you. But like, if, if you're living in this world where you're like, this person that I have right now is kind of all I've got. And therefore I need to be really careful about how I play this. Then you're not going to honor yourself because you're, you're not going to feel comfortable, like leaning in and creating like a channel a channel of energy. Okay, I'm just fully <laughs> leading into the, the of this episode. <laughs> like you, you won't lean into that. Versus being like, I have a lot to offer. Yeah, a lot of people have a lot to offer me. The world is very wide, and I am so open and receptive to so many things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow this person the opportunity to like be a part of my life, mm-hmm. and if they don't receive me, then I have many other options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's. I think it can be really difficult to get there if you've operated constantly with, like, no one's going to love me. Mm-hmm. And when I have a connection with somebody, it is rare. And therefore, every connection that I have with somebody needs to be... Um, you've got to cling on to it. Yeah. 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 And I think that's going to be a difficult thing to let go of. But to remind yourself, like, there is so much. Like, this, this relationship and, like, these past relationships... In the past year, I mean, you didn't know that any of this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is, like, I feel like I constantly keep getting into relationships where I feel like I 
have to walk on eggshells. Like if I say the wrong thing or if I'm too much of myself or, you know, it feels like I'm filtering away me. Um, and I think that's really hindered me like in the long run because I feel like I don't, I feel like I lost parts of me because I, I always would hide them or I would let it go or, um, and it just, it's just really sad because if I was ever like a, in a friendship or in a relationship and the person was like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around you. Like, I, I feel like I can't be myself. I would just feel so sad that that person was so scared to be themselves. Yet I feel like all I do is hide myself. Why? I think, I think I, I think I have this, this not true mindset that if I'm fully present with someone I will drown them, like, with my feelings. Or, like, I suffocate everyone around me. Therefore, I, like, I always, before anything happens, I'll just shove it all down. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, who told me that? Yeah. No well, one's told me that. It also, like, makes sense that you think that as a product of having constantly bottled shit in. And I think it goes, it goes back to what I was just talking about. Like, when you pressurize all of your feelings they're gonna feel like they want to explode yeah and they do yeah and so like when you allow your feelings to just arise and settle and arise and settle and like be flowing through you and like yeah sometimes you might need to grab somebody and be like I'm so in love with you like I was on the phone with my partner the other day and we were in mid-conversation and I was just like I miss you I miss you yeah and he was like what I miss you too. And I was like, okay, anyways. (laughs) And I was like, it's just something you have to call out as you feel it. But then, you know, trusting that, like, you're not a tidal wave. Yeah. Like, you're the ocean you give and you you receive. Like, you, you push and pull. And the more that you also allow the other person the radical self responsibility opportunity to, like, advocate for themselves if they are feeling like they are receiving too much. Yeah. You're not giving them that chance if you just are like, I'm going to keep... show up. Yeah, be like, I'm going to keep all of this under lock. Because I do that all the fucking time. Yeah. I constantly feel like I have to have my shit together Yeah, for everyone's sake. I mean, again, this is why I love you because we have worked so hard. I mean, to like, we've worked really hard to, like, have a friendship to be like... We have set boundaries, so when something has arised or one of us feels a certain way, we'll know because we'll tell them. Yeah. And it's worth noting that, like, we know each other so well and we are so sensitive to one another that, like, that doesn't really happen that often. Like, we have you such a good it. You thing going. You just feel like, yeah, I feel this. I'm going to go. I'm tired. You're like, Ugh. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or vice versa, whatever. Um, I'm honestly just so... Like, right now in this moment, I just am so fucking terrified of my heart always being too big for someone to hold. And I know that's not true. Like, I know that's not true. I just think, I just think I, I, I'm willing to throw myself on a train track mm-hmm. for someone I love. And I think there are people who maybe don't want that, which is fine. And also aren't ready for that like they they haven't done the work to be honest with themselves so when i'm like out there tearing my shit open they're gonna be like oh my god this is making me reflect inwards i do not like this feeling you think that there's any part of that that comes from the codependence thing that we talk about 
where you're like, here's everything I got. Yes. Because I don't know if that's healthy. Boink. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that speaks to the kind of person you are where it's like, I am so willing to just be open with how I feel and who I am. But also, like, what does that leave you? Empty. Maybe. Yeah. There's a fine line, as Harry Styles said. I mean, Um, there's great parts about that. Like, we're... Like, how do you how do you feel all of that safely? Oh, yeah, that's the thing. That's the, the hashtag turbulence that I uh, deal with. And also, like, as in, like, again, to the feeling that it's an invitation and it's just something that is part of you. And, like, I'm not saying that everybody gets access to it, but, like, you have such limitless, deep, real love and care to give. Um but, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be thrust upon somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will, I think a, a big thing, for being honest, uh, is that I, I can't, I'm, I'm still learning to give love to myself. So I think my love tank is just so overflowing because I never, I never use any. Mm. So I feel like when I do feel love or someone makes me feel good, it, it feels like a drug because I'm like, it's a, it's euphoric, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then it becomes, like, weirdly addictive because I'm like, wow, you, you like me? Like, you see this in me? And, it's, and then they go away and I'm like, oh, but I don't like me. No, I'm just like, you know, it's yeah. it's why one of my first relationships ended. It was the codependency issues. Mm, mm. Of, like, I don't want someone else to make me feel whole. And I, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel that way anymore. But I think there's still fragments of that in me that, like, you know... I, I, I'm scared to be alone and I'm scared that, that I'll always feel like I have to like rip myself open. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's true. I don't want it to be true. And I also, we talked about this, we don't have... We don't have our art form, really, right now, where... We get to get that shit out. We get to scream and run around and, and kiss each other and spit on each other, and then, like, you know... All in the sake of art. All in the sake of... I have so much love for art. I have so much love for art. More than I have for myself, which, again, a problem. Yeah. It also, like, shows up in the art. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I think my thing right now that I'm trying to honestly work with and work through like right now in this past like several weeks I feel like I have nothing like I'm really not giving myself very much um yeah your Carly time is yeah but to be fair like I'm working on things that really excite me like I'm writing a ton Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm doing I'm in rehearsals I'm directing a piece I'm uh maintaining this relationship yeah, I was gonna my, say in a loving relationship yeah like t- with, with my partner and like s- so much of my time is going to school and then I'm working and it just feels like I don't know I, it's, it's I feel like I haven't had a lot of time to like check in with myself and so every time that I do it's like bringing up those old feelings of being like Ugh. and then it makes me not want to check in with myself versus like I couple months ago when I had more free time I had the time to like journal 
to like write about my write about how I'm feeling or like just relax and like stretch my body like have time to go outside and just like walk around or listen to music or like read a book just things that allowed me to I don't want to say turn my brain off because I don't think that that's necessarily true but just like I didn't I don't have downtime like all I want to do is just like doodle and just like let my mind wander a little bit and I feel like my mind has just been so narrowed in and it's also difficult because I think I'm spread thin and therefore there are things that I wish I could devote more of my energy and time to but I have so much that I'm doing that I'm like falling I'm letting things fall by through the cracks whoa I'm letting things fall through the cracks um so that's frustrating because I also really want to do everything right and I want to be able to like give a hundred percent of myself to each different thing that I'm doing I also feel like you need to be kinder to yourself I think you need to be, give yourself some grace because you are spinning about 7,500 plates at once. You know, I just... I'm like... I'm like, I just want to be a better daughter. I want to be a better director. I want to be a better girlfriend. I want to... It's just, just so much from, like, how do I... But it's also, like, we talked about this. When does the bar end? Yeah. And it's... It, I also have to make my peace with a lot of it. Like, yeah. exactly. And in some areas, I think I'm able to do that. Um in some areas I've like I think I just need space from my work um yeah I think this pandemic has really A made me realize how much I need people and B how much I need time to myself yeah um and my mornings have been great I really well lately I haven't really been able to have my mornings but um earlier on like a couple months ago that was really my jam was like having my time to just like center myself every morning and like devote myself to something nice to like listen to my podcasts stretch read whatever anyways the point being is I'm trying to be kinder to myself there yeah and also just slow down a little bit yeah just allow things to and also allow myself to just be just accept what comes up and like not feel like I have to be nailing it all of it because there's a lot yeah so what do we think this episode is about (laughs) right it's about honesty honesty I think accepting yourself fully but also accepting your wants and desires and not letting those go to the wayside because then you live a life unfulfilled yeah like honoring your true self yeah okay yeah into that get a little existential get a little existential speaking of existential um my professor of my existentialism (laughs) class talked about like living your because i go to an art school and you know, everybody is very in tune to their art form. That's, like, a language that we all speak. He was, like, looking at yourself and your identity and your life as, like, a, an art project that never ends. Like, constantly, not in a way that it, like, it makes you anxious, stresses you out. It has to, you know, other people have to approve of it. But, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? 
like if you had all the materials where would you where mm-hmm. would you put your energy mm-hmm. like curate a life that is worth living over and over and over again yeah that is beautiful to you and full of the things that matter to you and that inspires me I just want to be honest right now. I had a thought that said, I manifest getting railed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I was just like, I will get dick. I will be railed. Mm. That's okay. Sometimes your wants and needs are basic human. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. I feel like I'm manifesting nice weather. I would like nice weather, please. Yeah, that's a nice one. I can't really control that though, but it's okay. Um, I'll manifest. I'll manifest some like free time, and like yeah. the energy to. Oh, I'm gonna redecorate today. I'm gonna, oh yeah. I'm gonna clean my room, and I'm gonna like put things in new places and just like give myself I got a tattoo today I got a tattoo today early manifested that tattoo so I feel like that's gonna be that's I mean that's a a turning point it's just being like okay remember what beauty feels like you can get back to that you can get back to that you can get back to anything you fucking let your mind do Mm -hmm.